Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The only reason that's working is because the economics are being taken away from the promoters. I personally don't think, whether it's a bad thing, I don't think we'll ever see Tyson and AJ in a British ring ever again. And I stand by what I stood by at the beginning of this Conor Ben situation. He still failed two tests. We're still none the wiser on what the situation is. So I did get Josh Taylor more money and he knows that as well, which is why he secretly loves me. I think Eddie is the archetypal showman. When I, when I saw him in the dissociation, he was like, if the cameras were in the yard, I'd strangle it. And I went, there he is. Mm, he gets so, called Hank. You know yeah. the split person I did, yeah, me, yeah, myself, yeah, and yeah. I, I went, there <laughs> me, he is. Me, myself there and Irene, yeah. I've been looking for you. Welcome to episode 62 of Talk Boxing with Simon Jordan and Spencer Oliver. And this week, Sam Jones, following in from tradition of verbose guests, Carl Froch, Adam Catchell, and now the, the unassuming, quiet Sam Jones. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you, Sam. How are you doing? Are you good. okay? Yeah, good. Thanks for coming in. Um, Spence, last week, it was brought to my attention, I think probably yours as well, because I think you probably responded to it, that Eddie Hearn has felt the necessity to take a swipe at TalkSport. And I think it was on the back of a conversation had between you, myself, and Johnny Nelson. Yeah. Um, and this expression that gets thrown around now, which is haters. Frank Warren uses it. Uh, Tyson Fury uses it. And Eddie Hearn has adopted it in his shtick. And it was about observations that have been made about Anthony Joshua and the Ngannou situation. Mm -hmm. This expression, hater, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like very lightweight thinking. But what's your view on it? I think it's a lazy response, if I'm totally honest. I think that the word hater is a strong word for one. Um, I can only assume that Eddie Hearn is throwing me into the mix with that um, because of the Conor Ben situation. Because if we're talking about Anthony Joshua, which he was referring to there, yeah. I've been Anthony Joshua's biggest supporter oh, we know through that. the good times and through the bad. Exactly, no. you know that. Just so your like, feet hanging out. So why would he say like the three biggest haters in boxing, Spencer Oliver, Simon Jordan and, and Johnny Nelson, off the back of one little thing? We're all supporting Joshua in that as well. So I can only assume that he's talking about the, the um, Conor Ben situation. And, you know, and I stand by what I stood by at the beginning of this Conor Ben situation. He's still failed two tests. We're still none the wiser on what the situation is. I know he's got a hearing this week, I believe. Mm. We're going to find out more then. But as it stands, I don't support drug cheats within, in boxing. So as it stands, he's failed two tests. We've mm. been vocal about it. And if that qualifies me to be a hater, then so Do you think it. there's any fairness in the observation that... Because what Eddie's doing is taking the, the scenario where criticism, 
Criticism isn't a bad thing as long as it's fair, right? If it's unfair criticism and biased, then it should be called out for what it is, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what Eddie, what I saw Eddie say is, because I've made the observation, and I don't know what you think, Sam, that the thin-skinned nature of this world, I mean, obviously I was in football and I watched the arrogance and the egos in football because of the nature of the industry and it was the national sport of the country, and, but it was never so prickly and never so sensitive. And Eddie talks about haters. It's any kind of criticism is called to be a hater. And then he says it's because... This is a sport that's rather unique, which is these guys are going into rings, putting their lives at risk, and it's much more difficult for them to take criticism than it is in any other sports. Do you think that's a fair observation on his part? It is, but in boxing, there's also a lot more access. Like, it, say after a footballer's had a bad performance, yeah. there's not a, me a media outlet that's saying, oh, you had a crap game. Do you understand? In boxing, there is a lot, a lot of that in it's like directed at them, they're surrounded by loads of cameras and they have to right. respond to You don't to think that's things. the same in any other sport? I think in boxing there is more access to the fighters than any other sport. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think the boxers though are quite sensitive today. Of course, as, course, as you know, of like course. they put in a bad performance, you speak about the bad performance, or then all of a sudden then all of a sudden you're a hater. And I went, and that's a that's a really strong word because mm. Simon's right in what he says that you are allowed an opinion. You do have an opinion. And if I'm like, so if I'm still boxing and I was getting that sort of criticism, I'm feeding off that mm. because that's what you do. You feed off the criticism and that, you know, that hopefully brings out a better performance in yourself. But I, I don't think to, people to, like criticism. Like, nobody likes criticism. Nobody likes criticism. But unfortunately, the world we live in, yeah. there are opinions. Of and course. I do think, I, I've said it before, like, we'll, we'll bring it back. I know we're yeah. going to speak about it later, but it's like predictions. You, you felt like, Taylor could beat Jack Catchell. Absolutely. But Jack, genuinely, just by, he doesn't by, care. By the, way, like, by the way, we've changed our, our opinion oh, that because of the weight. Gone 180. No, no, because of the weight. Because the fight... I said, if you listen back to that interview, yeah. and we'll get onto it, I said if the fight is made at 147, yeah. or even at a catch weight 144 or something like that, I favour Taylor. Yeah. If the fight goes in at 140, and I stand by this now, I favour Catchell, and that's where what we're I at mean now. is, is just simply... Simon has an opinion. You have an Absolutely. opinion. I have an opinion. Yeah. We all have opinions. And as yeah. long as as long as people can change their opinion, yeah. when the facts give you a different terminology, a different direction, then that's the essence of it. And the, 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 I want to go back to the hater expression because I actually think it's a mechanism to diminish people. Right? It's like when I was younger, and I'm bringing myself into conversation. When I first bought the football club, everyone used to say. I was aggressive, I was arrogant, right? Mm -hmm. Rather than say, oh, he's strong-willed, he's confident, he's assertive, right? They'd yeah. rather say he's aggressive, because aggressive is diminishing language, right? It marginalizes your opinion, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're confident, you believe in yourself, because Christ, if you don't believe in yourself, who's gonna believe in you, yeah, right? sure. Then you're arrogant, right? It's diminishing language. So rather than say, it's an opinion I don't like, they'll say, you're a hater. Yeah. Because that means that your opinion has no validity because you're coming from a position of hating something. Mm. So it doesn't matter what you see in front of your eyes, you're just going to piss all over it. Mm. And that's the position. Mm. But it isn't just the fighters. I can accept Eddie's arguments that it's a different dynamic for a fighter to walk into a ring because they're putting their lives at risk. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think it's any different for rugby players that run on a pitch and get yeah. hit by 18 stone players at full tilt or NFL yeah. players. We don't hear them crying every time mm -hmm. there's a critical observation. And it's also the promoters. The language is now being adopted by the promoters. If you say something mm -hmm. about Saudi that Frank Warren doesn't like because it affects potentially his yeah. economic relationship with the Middle Eastern guys, you're a hater. Yeah. 
And I just, I think it's a really immature way to be. I mean, Simon, it's an interesting one because I think that conversation as well was surrounding the fact that Johnny Nelson was talking about the risk and reward and it wasn't worth it, Francis and Joshua going in with Francis and Garnu. Now, I said on that same show, mm. actually, it is worth it because <laughs> what does he get off the back of it? He gets the undisputed fight because yeah, that's correct. what he's been promised. So, risk versus reward, the reward is he gets the undisputed fight. So, I was a supporter of that. So, I, I just found it strange that... Mm. You it's, just, it's, it's, it's just a way of diminishing an argument. Basically, you take the argument and go, no, I won't deal with the argument. I won't deal with a point. I'll deal with a person. Mm. All right, so I won't play the game. I'll play the man. All right, so you're a hater. So that means whatever comes out of your mouth doesn't have any validity because so you negative. come from a position of disliking it from the outset. Rather than say, let me deal with your point. Your point is that you don't think this is that or you don't think this is that will never be the conversation mm -hmm. right but i find it perplexing because this is a sport that's getting more and more intrigue and more and more interest yet i watch the football world and i watch this world and i think it's like watching children mm. it's like i don't like what you've said so you can't talk to me anymore and i don't like what you've said so you're a hater so that i'm not going to deal with you anymore meanwhile i'll use your platform to voice my opinions on whenever it suits me i just think it's a there has to be a more grown-up way of dealing with these sure. things but i don't think that if they, want to, if they want to make the observation that it's unfair comments, because it's never about the observation. It's never, it's always about the person. It's not about, when I was taking on Eddie for being a coward, for ducking the press conferences after the Conor Ben situation back in October or mm -hmm. September of 2022, it was, I met Simon in Porto Banus and he had blonde hair. Yeah. What has that got to do with the point I'm making for crying out loud? Don't forget <laughs> I mean, about the earring either. And the earrings that I didn't have since I was 14 years of age. I mean, what do you do with that nonsense? Anyway, not haters, just people with a different opinion. Sure. Um, Sam, mm -hmm. I wanted to. I know this is a slightly thorny area, and you probably want to tiptoe your way through it, right? But Connor Ben and the hearing. I understood. Understand the hearing happened about a week, ten days ago. Yeah. Where is that? in the great scheme of things. No, I don't know too, or too much. I've had a couple of chats with Connor and yep. from my understanding is the hearing's been done yep. and he's now waiting. Awaiting the outcome. Waiting the outcome. Yep. And is he awaiting the outcome? Is there, a, I mean, was, he, was he present at the hearing? I think it was done over Skype or Zoom. Right, Zoom. but was he there in himself in terms of? I believe so, right. yeah. I believe okay, so, yeah. and do you get a sense from him that he's got a feeling of confidence about the outcome? Yeah, I, I think him and his whole team are very confident it's just going to be, yeah. that's going to be the end of it and he can move on with his Because I think uh, it's probably career. wise, isn't it, that he keeps himself beneath the radar a little bit at this moment in time. Cause it's, it's, been been... it's just been dragging on a long time, yeah. hasn't it? It's been dragging on a long time. Mm -hmm. And listen, I think he could have handled things better. Other people could have handled things better. And I do think, and I know like Spence, you've had a strong opinion on it. Yep. But I do think he has been... I gave this Joe as soon as it came out, I was like, he's cheated. As soon as it came out, I was like, the all roads. But then you speak to him and then you, you kind of understand he's throwing so much money. It would have been almost easier for him to say, I, I've, I've took a, a, a woman's tablet or something. Do you understand mm. what I mean? It would have been easier for him to go down the road. But instead, he's parted with hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds to fight this. And um, ultimately, it just needs a draw. Do you, do you it think needs ending one way or another. We all well, of course, it's sad from our side. Of yeah, you I understand. You found two tests. Yeah. The two tests still stand as they are. Yeah. I say, so obviously, as a big outlet, 
we're going to talk about the situation and the situation it is. It was the way that it was handled and they were stoking the fire in many sure. ways that you're going, you're blaming everyone else but not looking at the root of the problem. Do you think problem. he's been badly, I think what Spencer will summarise, do you think he's been badly advised? In, in some aspects, yes. Right. Like the Piers Morgan show. Shouldn't have gone yeah. on the Piers Morgan yeah. show. That was a car crash. Yeah. But what I'm saying, what he thinks is and what other people on his side think is that it's being spoken about more at him than to, listen, we're not going to start naming names because we'll be here all till, till Christmas talking about people that have failed tests. Mm -hmm. So it's, he just feels that he's been attacked way more and treated differently way more than others. And I do believe that also. Well, do you know why I think that is? I know it's not, and again, this is not a dig at anybody. Mm -hmm. I think Eddie hasn't helped with that. I think that Eddie was front and centre. No, not at all. I think I think Eddie's a master of his craft. Yeah. I think in the in the in the low rent space that boxing is at times, I think Eddie is the archetypal showman. You know, I listen to those IFL interviews where they're given the sort of powder puff questions, and he comes out with all his wonderful little shtick, and it all gets salt. He makes the best fights, and he's in, in a position that he's in. But I look at it and think that the robustness of the media's position was because. Eddie wouldn't stop this fight, wouldn't stand it down. And I think that's where it all started. And then people started to get into a narrative of, hang on a second, why are you picking on me? And there is an element of, you know, we can look back on Tyson Fury's situation, we look back on Pavet, we can look back on Canelo Everest, all of these guys. This, 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 you'll be here till Christmas if you speak about got, guys that But, they, but all of them served sentences and all of them took their medicine to some extent. I don't, that's probably the wrong expression in this, in this instance, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And basically, they've done their crime, and they served, they've done the crime, served the time, yeah. and it just went under the radar. But I think that with the Conor Ben situation, it was, and you're right in what you say, you know, in many ways, he's trying to prove his innocence. Yeah. And it was highly spoken about, but it was dealt so bad, Sam. Yeah, I don't think, I don't terribly, even think, but I don't even terribly, think he, he denies must that. Even admit No, no, but he doesn't. No, he does. He, he knows that now. You have to understand, yeah. he's a young kid. Absolutely, right? I get it. Young, and you know him as well. Yeah, right? absolutely. He's a young kid, and he's a, and he's a, I've never really, say I've never really got on with him because at the time I used to wind him up about the Florian Marcus situation. I wanted him to fight Florian, so, but I, I just think he's a, a, a really good kid. And, I, and, good I, and, I, and I hope one way or another it gets resolved this week and everyone has because I'm sure everyone's tired of talking about it. Mm. And just wait, going on to Eddie a second, he does get asked a bit more invasive questions and I believe most other promoters do get. Well, it does now. Yeah, he does. I do believe that. With, with, with he didn't Eddie, before. But he handles it probably, he doesn't, to one thing, Eddie, he doesn't shy away from interviews. No, he's a showman. He but, yeah, yeah, but what he does, what he does do is he answers a different question than the one that was answered, yeah. uh, that was asked, Diver, right? Maybe. And then redirects, right? And it's incumbent upon them, with due respect yeah. to whatever we may or may not be. When Eddie uh, has been asked more difficult questions, now the other guys, the digital guys, the lazy slobs that take other people's content, misrepresent it and create controversy. That's where the problem with talk sports right. Right? Oh, absolutely. All the time, actually. They're now asking more poignant questions. But the reasons why I, I ask you about Connor is not just because I want yeah. you to get you into a sort of position where you say something that you shouldn't. It's because you know that I spoke to Connor before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I've never um, relayed the contents of that conversation because I told him that I wouldn't. It's a private chat, I, isn't it? It's and it was a private, private conversation and, too, I'm not, yeah. and I'm not prepared to... to, to uh, um, to go against what I said, mm. um, but I was staggered that Connor seemed to have so little advice around him at the time that was sensible, and even by his own admission, he's looking at it again, I'm looking back on things and the decisions mm -hmm. and choices I made mm. were, I think, even staggering for him. And I'm, I'm interested because obviously there's a distinct possibility that once the appeal is out, that Connor will come and have a chat. Yeah. Because that conversation, and I've, and I've, and I've told, I think he's told yourself. Yeah, he, absolutely. He wants, he wants and I've to said to him, on. I wouldn't betray the confidences in the conversation. He can, he can row his own boat. Yeah. And come on when he's when it, when 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 the appeal was being heard. Let's move on from Connor and let's move on to um, a really great fight that you were implicitly involved in making. Um, albeit Eddie Hearn says you cost 
AJ you against Ngannou. No, you, cost, you cost yourself 200 grand more yeah. in terms of what uh, yeah. uh, Josh Taylor has to now get paid. Yeah. We had him in the studio last week, of, I think probably on the back end of a busy week, and it was a much more peaceful um, interaction yeah. between Josh and Jack Catterall. Yes. So this fight, you were instrumental in making it. How did you get it made? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've had to, <laughs> I've had to just go through so many hurdles. To get, it's, I've been in boxing nearly ten years, right? This is genuinely the hardest thing I've ever been involved in, just to get. And I don't think it's not a case of Taylor like being scared of Jack. He clearly isn't scared to fight anybody. He isn't. Josh Taylor's a great fighter. Whatever he thinks of me, whatever I think of him, or everything, he's a great fighter, and he's proven. He's completed boxing, right? Mm -hmm. But I just think Josh struggled to come to terms with the fact that. My biggest payday now is Jack Catchell from Chorley. It, it sends his, can I swear? Yeah, go ahead. Boils his Simon. It really does boil his to think, I've worked this hard and my biggest night is now, and now my, my dance partner is Josh. Jack realises it, and I told Jack afterwards, and this is me being open and honest, in boxing, you need dance partners Listen, to create events. It's, it's historic, historically, that's the way that it works. If yeah. you look at George Groves yeah. versus um, a nobody George Groves versus Cole Crotch. Yeah, but Groves, what he got in the first fight yeah. and the controversy that surrounded it and so what he got paid the in the second fight, sells. that was life-changing money in the second fight. The first fight, it wasn't. So, listen, when he looks back on this, Josh Taylor, he's going to be thankful that the controversy oh. that was surrounded the first one. I don't think he's going to be too thankful after the you know second what? fight. Do you know what <laughs> concerns me? Economically, like, he means. How, how did, how did um, it take two years to get this over the line again? Well, I mean, that was a fight that should have happened really six months ago. Six months after. Jack was a little wasp mm. over in there. He was batting it away. And it, but they could have gone pay-per-view with that straight away. Of course. It yeah. could have been pay-per-view now. It's mm. the fastest-selling event in Leeds' first direct sure. history. But what I'm saying is, we, it is, it's made now, but it's took a long time to kind of, for Josh to be in that realisation where... Steve Claggett's not paying you this money mm. who he was going to look to fight. All these Florian Marku, yeah. good fight, but it's nowhere near as big as what this fight is. And it, and it kind of shows itself. Mm. And um, I'm just so happy for Jack, not because the money aspect, because listen, you're a bo you yeah. are a boxer, Spencer. You know better than I do. Mm. You're, a, you're prize fighters. You mm. want to box for a prize. Jack's mm. getting very handsomely paid for it, as is Josh. Um, why 140? Why 140? I mean, that is a crazy, is. crazy decision from Josh Taylor's point. I think. I think you agree with that, Simon, as well, don't you? If Making Josh quite a gets whooped, if Josh gets whooped in this fight, he can say, "We do it again at 147." But he called for it at 140. I know, but he's then going to say to himself, so, "I wanted it to be under the same things, but I can't make the weight, mm. so I want it." But to be fair, Josh said at the TFV Mo Lopez fight. This is the best I've ever made 140. Mm. I, I want to be a career 140. That's what he's been saying now. He wants to be a career 140. And I just said to Josh, the great champion that he was, don't make excuses. There'll be no excuses from Jackson. Yeah, if, Josh sure. gets, if Josh beats Jack, Josh deserves his FU moment to, to everybody. I told you, I told you, I had a bad night. I can beat Jack. And Jack, he will never get his four belt moment again. He'll never get that back again. But it's going to be a special night. And that's sure. the reason why I believe the whole, the, the whole country, I won't say the world, because I'll get stick for that, the whole country is kind of captivated for, for this fight. Well, it's the injustice of the first fight, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it was the same with um, Foch and Groves um, because there was an injustice. I mean, obviously, when you look back on the Foch Groves fight and you look at Howard Foster's decision, you start to see the more reasons behind it. But in the Catrell-Taylor fight, I think Crazy. with due respect to Josh, and I said it to Josh, 
um, when I saw him last, I, a categoric that I think Jack Cattrall won I think that most fight. Most people did. Most, most people, people did. did, and yeah. he's been drag kicking and screaming there because he doesn't want to be. Not because I think he's worried he's, about Jack Cattrall. His fault, by the way. He, as far as he's concerned, it's done business. Yeah. But the the, the fact that the, the realization that I, do you think if Josh had beaten Teofimo Lopez, mm -hmm. he would have fought no. Jack? That's a great. Because he I, said I, I don't he, really think so. No. He said he would to me because he got all with me about six months ago when I talked to him about are you going to fight Jack Catchell? Yes, mm. are you going to fight Jack Catchell? When are you going to fight him? And he got all nasty and, and, he, and, he, and he was quite calm on, on I when I saw him on Wednesday, yeah, Thursday last week. he came in peace week. with teddy bears. Again. Yeah. yeah, he came in peace yeah. with teddy bears. I think it's because it's, he may have done Simon but he might have thought to himself I'm a champion now yeah. maybe I can he, he would look as what you can tell me Jack his, 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 most, his biggest fight, and I do still Lope. think even if he beat Lopez, his biggest fight is going to be Jack Cattrall. Would Lopez, he's looking at Devin Haney yeah. and those sort of people. The reason that he's going over this, this is the, this is the biggest fight for him. And the biggest at, he, at his stage of his career, and that's why he's doing it. But the, it. Fact, that the fact that he also beat, lost to Lopez, sorry, and the belt's gone with it, means that there's a different conversation economically, isn't there? Because if he'd have been sat at the table as the champion of the world with the belts, or belt. We still had to give him his A-side privileges, Simon. I'm sure <laughs> you did. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. And I'm, and, and 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 that goes with the territory because it's part of the industry. Yeah. But the economic discussions might have been a bit different. Yeah, maybe. And now it's a more a more parity, I suspect, in the conversation. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, listen, Josh, it, to his credit, he, I'll tell you quickly, without boring you to death, how it kind of got me. Josh told Matchroom a figure, what he what he wanted. Josh's yeah. lawyer. Uh, Tom yeah, Grant told Tom him Grant, the, yeah, the yeah. figure. Matchroom, bit too much money. Jack, little bit too much money. But because my relationship is genuinely go get those a stick this, but my relationship is good with Frank Smith and Eddie. Mm -hmm. They said, listen, if it's worth it, like go and go and kind of shop around. And to to his mm -hmm. credit, Ben yeah. Shalom, he he was involved in the first fight. He wanted to do the fight. Mm -hmm. And it was done relatively quickly. Like it was all agreed relatively, um, t relatively quickly. To his credit, Ben. Mm -hmm. um, so many people think I give Ben stick. Probably a little bit here and there. But um, but yeah, Ben did it very well. It was all done. And then Matchroom came at the final hour and said, "We can see how big this fight is. We're matching it." And it, it got done. And all that ended up happening is Josh ended up getting more dough. And we got the figure that right. we originally asked for three months ago. So I did get Josh Taylor more money. And he knows that as well. That's why he secretly loves me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are you, are you, are you, I'm sure that he'll dispute that version of events. Are you, um... I don't want to sound negative, but yeah. are you slightly disappointed that you couldn't have got a bigger stadium? Because this would have sold, 
Is it simply the time of year? I said it, Simon. I yeah. told them. And, Why and didn't they go bigger? Listen, I think it's because neutral venues, yeah. as, you, as you can see, sometimes, like the Wood Warrington fight, that was a massive mm. fight, but it took a while to kind of find it. I think it eventually sold out. Yeah. But because of when they were kind of going at each other, it was like gentlemen. These mm. two, genuinely, no. I mean this when I say this, they did it in the DAZN studio, yeah, yeah. on site. They wanted to fight each other on site. Josh can hold it in and he can play this thing because when the camera's off, trust me, Simon, he wanted to strangle me. And he told me, he goes, if there weren't cameras here, I'd strangle. And I went, there he is. Mm. That's the guy we've been hunting for. That's the guy we've got in a net. I think here some, he is. By the time he come into talk sport, I think they'd had two hard days yeah, in it. And yeah. they, 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 they were a little bit drained, a little bit flat. Originally, they were meant to meet each other first mm. on Simon and Jim's show. And I said, yeah. if that happens, trust me, they're rolling about on the floor. Because Josh yeah. gave Jack a colouring book, and this is on the second day, and Jack gave him a bit of a clip round the ear roll. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, um, is there, I mean, I'm, I mentioned the other day to Jack about a difference in his disposition, a difference in his outlook, and you'll say it's because he knows he can beat him. Yeah. Right? But there's a much more aggressive Jack. In the first fight, uh, Josh gave him no truck at all. Yeah. You're, you're lucky to be here. You know, I'm giving you an opportunity, and once I finish with you, that'll be the end of you. He sort still of thinks like that now. I, I don't know if he does now. I mean, Josh talked mm. a different language towards Jack about respecting him. If you beat me, I'll respect you. He had none of that in yeah, the first I think, fight. Yeah. I think there was right. a lot more respect this but, time but, but I'm more interested in Jack's dis disposition, and I'll tell you why I'm interested in it. Because there was a sea change in George Gro I, I keep using this analysis, it's probably not a fair one, but it's a reasonable one because it's the nature of the domestic fight and the, yeah, and the yeah. engagement. There was a sea change in George Gro's attitude between the first fight and the second fight. Yeah. Right? And my concern is that Jack did everything right for the first fight. Yeah. Right. Everything right. Yeah. Um, from the manner in which he kept himself in check to the manner in which the, when it all counted when the first bell rang. Yeah. He didn't waste any emotional energy. He didn't show any cards. He didn't show any. This time round, he's taking a different stance. It's basically, I'm going to retire you. I'm going to smash your face in. I'm going to retire you. Yeah. And it's a completely different disposition. And I don't know whether it's working and getting Josh's head. Possibly it is. But is that a consented plan to do that? Or is this just a different Jack Cattrall? Or was that the Jack Cattrall first time around, but he wasn't familiar with being at the top table? I think Jack is in a position where, believe me, and I'm not just saying this for, for cameras, I, I've worked with a lot of, Joe, Joe Joyce being a laid back person. Mm. There has a switch, mm. but same with Jack. Jack is the most laid back person. Believe me, do you know after they were having like, they were having a push mm. and a pull, and mm. they were giving them a slap on the train home, you ask anything, oh, he was, he's chilled out. You've never met a more chilled out. He's got a job to do, right? And he understands that, Josh Taylor, when he says, oh, Josh, I'm going to retire, he's planning for the best Josh Taylor. Genuinely, I know people always say that, but you have to plan. You can't be complacent in this fight. It's the biggest fight of your life, and it's a must-win fight, mm. and he, he's aware of that. He'll be, he'll be Jack Catchell, but I think Jack feels genuinely that he will get him out of there this, um, this, uh, this time. Do you think, um, we, I, we, made the we made the point, didn't we, before the first fight, that there, we thought there were levels in this fight, and yep. Josh Taylor was a level above Jack Catchell, and that didn't show in the fight at all. If anything, it was the other way around. Yeah. Right? As a result of that fight, and Josh mocks who Jack has fought since, mm -hmm. and, and, and he says not particularly impressive in these performances, do you think, Spence, that Jack Catchall is at world level? I do. I do think he's at world level. And you're going to ask Does that now mean why? Then, like, and I'll go, if he beats not, Josh, he goes and wins a world title. I think that he's no world level. I said no, no, no. But no. I'm, not, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm extrapolating up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying if he beats Josh Taylor, does he then go on to win a world beats, title? If he beats Josh Taylor, then he's got a shot. Definitely got a good shot at winning a world title. The trouble is, you've got in that division, you've got like your Devin Haney's, you've got your Regis Progres, who, who, who Devin just beat, and you've got like other top fighters in that division. It's mm. a difficult division right now, you know, to win a world title. But I think that 
if he comes through Josh Taylor, the answer is yeah, I think he can win a world title. I really do. Styles make fights in, it, in, all, in all the things. I think Lo, someone like Lopez made made for Josh. Absolutely. Made for him. Yeah. Regis Progre, is, uh, listen, I really like Regis Progre, because I don't speak out. But Joe and I said when Devin Haney got that fight, I was annoyed because I wanted Jack mm. to get that fight. Yeah. And I believe Jack deserved that fight just coming off the back of what he had done. And I, I'm not saying he would have lit him up like Devin Haney. Mm. Jack Catchlight's the style to he, do exactly the same yeah. thing as what Devin Haney done to Regis Progre. So, uh, yes, I do. Catchlight's got, you know, he's got, he's got a nice fluidity about his work. He punches when the opponent punches, and that's how he beat Josh Taylor last time. Mm -hmm. Josh Taylor was surprised because when Josh was on the attack and he was letting the shots go and putting the shots to give him punches, Catchlight was meeting him with the shot as well and throwing it at the same timing, time. Timing. And, yeah, timing was perfect. He's a very difficult back guy to beat, Jack Catchlight, because of his, like I say, like his rhythm. He gets into a rhythm. He's, you know, very consistent about what he does. He's got a high work rate and... And he's got balls as well. He'll sit in the pocket and he'll take those chances. But he caught everyone by surprise. You didn't think that before he no, fought Taylor, No, not many people did. In, to, 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 in There's no way. World, he, he, Jack, no Jack way I give him 10. a chance. I never, a give, I never give him a chance in that fight against Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor at the time was a pound for pound star. But you only give, you only give Jack, in fairness to the conversation, Spence, yeah. to put you on the spot, you only give him a chance in this fight yeah. because of the weight now. You still... If, no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. If I'm not... Yeah, go hang on. Let me go back to what we said. Right. You picked this fight at 147, Josh Taylor. Yes, yeah, so well, I started so about that. So it's about the weight, then, isn't it? Absolutely. Right. So, yeah, because so it, this is his weight division. Yeah. What I'm saying is Josh Taylor has outgrown this weight division. I don't care what anyone mm. says. don't care what he, even if Josh says it or his team. I think 140, Josh Taylor has outgrown that weight division. He, he but if you're be wrong, at 147. If, by your logic, if you're yeah. wrong, and the last two performances against Jack and Tiafimo Lopez, yeah. ironically, we, 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 Josh has admitted or suggested yeah. that he got both of those weight. Because I said to him, yeah. you can't fight one forward anymore. It's a struggle for you. Yes, I can. I'm comfortable with it. You're only taking this fight because it gives you an opportunity to mm -hmm. potentially use it as an excuse because you can't wait. This. No, yeah. I want this fight at 140. Okay, fine. But again, I make the point. But his argument was that I can make this weight and I got it wrong for the last two yeah. fights. Sam has just said that, uh, that that Josh says he's in the best condition for the 140 yeah. against Tiafimo Lopez. So, listen, so, listen, do you know what it is? To give you another example is that who's the last person to know that the fight is left him, the fight is over, like he's finished. What I'm saying is a fight. But we're not spent, saying that. We're, no, no, we're no, saying no, the weight class is a problem for him. He's doing the same thing with this weight. Like he's he's in denial himself, saying, "Yeah, no, I can make it. I've got the weights wrong this time." It's like a fighter saying when his career's over, when he has his last two fights, also, he boxes really badly. He goes, "No, I've still got it. I've still got it. I want to do it again." For me, he says, "Look, I've got the weight wrong." Well, let me ask you. He's also looking at. 147. Yeah. Say he beat Lopez, he can move up to 147 yeah. and think, right, I want to crack it all straight in the mix. Are you I'm seeing are you, are you seeing any difference in Josh in the preparation for this fight? Because I was surprised at how placid Josh was quite clever in the interview that he did with myself and Jim because he was having none of the you know, try and throw down a gauntlet mm. and he was basically, yeah, if you think I lost the fight, you think I lost the fight. Whereas six months ago he'd have been spitting tacks at that. I think he's been having a, a few chats with a few people on how to Manage it, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I had to manage it because, believe me, when the cameras went off, yeah, we I got a glimpse, I got it out of him because I was trying to get it out of him. I was trying to get yeah. it out of him in Edinburgh, I was trying to wind him up. And when I, when I saw him in the dissociate, he was like, if the cameras were in here, I'd have strangled And I went, there he is. Mm, he gets so, called Hank. Mm, you know, yeah. the split personality, yeah, me, yeah, myself, yeah, and I. Yeah. I went, there <laughs> me, he is. Me, myself, there and I are in here. I've yeah. been looking for you. I've yeah. been looking for yeah. you, Josh. I've got yeah. you here. I thought, yeah. I've caught you in the net. And he was laughing because it's the truth. He's got it in him. Well, he recognises also, I think, that like Five the public, weeks, the public perception Five week. we'll of him it. when he's yeah. going like that I think and, so, not, yeah. and saying, yeah, I won that fight. I yeah. go, 
I'm an ex-fighter, right? I know when you win fights or when you lose a fight or when yeah. a fight is close. He lost that fight by nine rounds to three. He <laughs> will know himself that he lost that fight. Whatever he, he says... He's taking it to the grave with him, though, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he has, no, because he has to, Sam, because yeah. he, you know, he made his bed, yeah. so he has to lie in it. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he said it, and he, like, and he went strong on it. There was a change on the show last Thursday. I thought, that, I went, that's the approach that you should have taken. And the public perception, they wouldn't have turned against you. Yeah. That's the benefit of hindsight, though. Yeah. Genuinely, when I, I mean this when I say all the shenanigans and stuff and me being winding him up and stuff, I don't want a fighter like Josh. Because bear in mind, mm. I, I've been, I paid for tickets to watch Josh Taylor. Not that I want credit for that, by the way. <laughs> I, I paid to watch mm. Josh Taylor. I was a, I'm a real fan. It's a he, great he, fight. I don't want him to like go through his... his oh. You rob Jack Tatchell. He shouldn't be known for that guy. I totally agree. He should not be known for And Jack shouldn't be that guy when he's taking his daughter shop, shopping. Right. Oh, you got robbed. This is why this fight needs to happen. To happen because yeah. Jack Josh doesn't need to be remembered for that. Because I think he's the greatest I Scottish agree. fighter of all time. Mm-hmm. I know there's probably some will say Ken Buchanan. I think Josh is the greatest Scottish he's fighter of all time. There. And one of yeah. the best Brits. I agree. I just think Jack Tatchell has his number. Gonna whoop him. Mm. Interesting so, fight. Great fight. You think, do you think, I don't think Jack knocks him out though. I think he stops him, Simon. No. Nah. Yeah. And I don't I couldn't care less how he wins, by the way. As long as he as wins. As long as he wins. Yeah. But I just want it to be Listen. a clear. A clear win. <laughs> It'll yeah. probably not yeah. be a close no, no, you know what? You know. Clear win. I, I see this fight being a lot closer than the first one. The yeah. wrong person got the result last time. Yeah. I think the catcher was a clear winner. Yeah, yeah. A clear winner. This one will be closer, but I think the right man will get his rate hand raised and you know that it will If you're if you're if you're fight. wrong, Spence, and Josh is comfortable to wait. Yeah, right, which is your main argument, right? Yeah. But for whatever reason, God changes the changes the narrative on the last two fights, and is comfortable at the weight. Yeah. And he's not trained. You still going to go with Jack? Yeah. Yeah. It was too conclusive last no, time, Simon. I, I, styles I'm, make fights because A, B, B C doesn't be. No, I get you know, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. But styles people, make fights, and I think that Catchall. Has his number. Yeah, people work one another out though, don't they? Yeah, but I, I'm, 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 I'm a major um, uh, advocate for Jack having got this fight mm-hmm. and having got the right to have this fight and wanted it from the get-go and was a very vociferous noise about it and, and and in the same way that I was upset with what happened to Bradley Skeet and other things, I made mm-hmm. as much attention about it as I possibly could. I think if Josh Taylor is anywhere near what Josh Taylor was in previous incarnations, I think he'll beat Jack. If he's not. Then I think Jack will beat him. But we're talking about like like Jose Carlos Ramirez. When you go yeah. that, the, looking at well, that, you go career best performance. You go, you're going back now to like say what is it, 2021 or something. Jo- like, Josh's best performance was Ramirez yeah. in COVID. Yeah, but that yeah. one was at 2021. Yeah, 2021. What I'm saying is we're now in 2024, and it's uh, mate. This weight thing is a big thing. I'm, yeah, I'm, well, we're going to struggling with the weight. That's, I, that's I've just got, I've, there's a p- part of me that uh, 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 just believes that Josh Taylor will win this. Mm. I, there's a part of me that works out looking at Josh, but the evidence may well be in front of my own eyes, and I'm denying the existence of it, which is the last two fights of the, the, the compelling ones. Because I would, as I said to him, I'd he's make been the saying case. he's been injured, not nothing to do with the weight. Mm. Josh said I was struggling with an injury. He didn't say to be fair to me, he didn't make excuses after the TFEMA, but he said that he was struggling with a, le- a I think it was a leg injury or something. And that's the reason yeah. why. Well, he, he either lost. which way, I think we're going to see a pretty intriguing fights and. Uh, a huge atmosphere, and that's oh, what it's going to be electric, and that's what electric. British boxing brings best. But I want to segue into British boxing and what's going on there. I wanted to see what how you boys saw the landscape because if you look at what we are, there's a lot of noise around the British boxing world and a lot of things going on. Um, but we only have three world champions, yeah, yeah. whereas 
eight years ago, we had eight, oh no, actually, there were 13 eight years ago, mm -hmm. 13 world champions. So what's that telling us about the British? I mean, we're making great domestic fights. You know, Eubank versus Liam Smith, yeah. Fabio Wardley versus uh, Fraser Clark. Great little fights, right? But we're not seeing ourselves at the elite end of the sport winning more titles. Yeah, but I don't think the standard has dropped at all. I just think it's just the, just the, just the circle of the way that it, they, the way it, the way that it works. The yeah. Way, yeah, I think if you look at what you know, the prospects that we've got coming through, like look, young Moses and Tama, and, yep. and you know, and you look at Adam Azim, like, Adam Azim, Dennis McCann, yeah, like Cameron Liam Bong, Liam yeah. Davis, Ben yeah. Whitaker. That's what I'm saying. That like Whittaker, you yeah. look at the, you look at what's coming through, and we'll probably you know in. 12 months, 18 months time, we could be having a conversation. The landscape saying, will look, will yeah, look different. Got, I think, I think it's so, just more, co not coincidental. Um, I think boxing in yeah. this country right now is very, very healthy. Like the standard of boxing in this country is very, very healthy. You look at what's going on in the amateur gyms and you look at the kids that are coming through, we're in a good spot right now. Mm. I, I do. I, I, I think that, do you know domestic fights? I, I, I love domestic fights. Me too. I, I, I love them, right? Yeah. And I look at fights like, We've mentioned Catchell Tech, Wardley Clark. I love that fight. I want to yeah. potentially try and go to that fight. Great fight. We need to see more. Azeem against Smith. Yeah. I, I, Great they, fight. They have, yeah. These, these fights have to happen. And I think when Eddie talks about that, being pressed on it, he wants probably someone to speak to Ben and say, look, are you going to... Because Fabio, uh, Fraser Clark was pulled out of the last purse bid for mm. Fabio Orleans. What I would say about that is, just quickly, say if Fraser lost, uh, that is the interim fight that he had before that fight, I'm not saying he would have done because Fraser's a great fighter. But if he did, cost him a fortune. Mm. Fights don't need overcooking him. Oh, Azeem against Dalton Smith, the, 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 it's not the excuse, but like it's... It, oh, doesn't, need a it, world, could, it doesn't need a world title fight no, on there for them to... No. The, the, the loser comes back off that fight Wait, anyway. Look at, yeah, but look, look, I mean, in fairness to Fraser Clark, I mean, it was about giving him a few more rounds, wasn't it? Yeah, and getting him, a little bit more experience. Six fights Fraser, didn't, so Fraser didn't want to do that. He Trust me, he wanted to do that fight. Trust me, he wanted to do that fight. On, on a, but I think uh, from a business point of view, I think yeah. it was a good move because Fraser Clark It looks it off for now, for sure. Uh, how yeah, it's turned out now. But I'm saying like with the with the Azeem Smith, like we love, we will get behind fights mm. like this. Like, and also, whoever loses, like you say, it doesn't matter. The young kids, are come back. back. Come back, yeah. look at the Grove, Gross against the Gale. Listen, it, every, every great fighter has, a, you know, uh, the exception of one or two. They lose. I was thinking about Floyd Mayweather and Rocky Marciano. They lose. Reception, exception of those, you go, every great fighter is how they come back that is that sort of part of the the development of them you know when that, that makes a fighter better it's down as well promoters working together and i know with saudi coming into boxing it's helped and listen make no mistake of course it's money like yeah. with with frank and, and and eddie that they've kind of decided right now's the time and george warren's been instrumental in that by the way almost a sensible one yeah. george where it's kind of like right come on let's just do business now this is ridiculous all this tit for tat it doesn't help anyone i do th i would like to see Ben and Sky come into that kind of mix and kind of do in a and kind of join that mix of making the fights. Look at the fight with um, who, who's well, the they British are going Sky, uh, yeah, Sky, Sky well, they are going to. Um, they are going to. Aren't oh, they? I know they are, yeah. but, but also they haven't mentioned the Taylor Catchell fight once. Mm. I, I'm not. I'm not really. I, I know Eddie's mentioned about it. I'm personally not bothered because look how well it's sold. It doesn't really need that. But I think. Eddie's, what Eddie was, was by design. Yeah, what Eddie was fun, upset about yeah. when he was involved in Sky, they covered everything, mm -hmm. and now it's there's a different organisation in charge. They don't really cover other situations like Taylor Catchell. It's the biggest biggest domestic fight of the year, fact, right? Mm -hmm. Been no coverage of it, and I just think if everyone worked together, mm. like so Frank Warren working with Ben, Ben yeah. working with Eddie, 
We will make the best fights. It'll be be the best time. We're on the verge of that with Frank and Eddie. We need Ben to come into the mix. That's great. Sam, but the only reason that's working is because the economics are being taken away from the promoters. Yeah, sure. They don't have to put sure. so it's, sure. so unless you're gonna unless you're gonna turn that into a global event in which terms every single fight is going to be financed by the Saudis, you're still gonna have the same situations, Simon, which is you, the loyalties you, between one be broadcaster fair, and Eddie another. And Frank are now kind of like thinking to himself, oh, let's do a five on five in the UK. That I know that's being spoken mm. about. And I just think but my, my argument is, I love the Azeem Dalton Smith fight. I really, because I just think the styles are great. And Adam Azeem, by the way, I'm a massive fan. I think he's mm. a brilliant talent, a really, really good talent that could be super special. You can't call out, who do you call it? Keyshawn Davis mm. at Wembley, but you, what, the Dalton Smith, fight Dalton Smith. And it doesn't matter. If you beat Dalton Smith, you're a superstar. Dalton Smith beats her, he's a superstar. But guess what? You can come back. Absolutely. There's a way back. Adam Azim, even if he lost Dalton Smith, he can still go and be a superstar because he's got all the, the ability to do it. Mm. Good coach, good team around him, good, great platform. It'll be interesting. I mean, so are you for it? I mean, it'll be interesting to see the dynamics of this Saudi influence because let's be clear. I mean, the only reason that they're on the, on the table together is because the financial side of things has been covered by the Saudis. Just quickly, Simon, just going back on something you just said about the Saudis and their investment in boxing and buying the zone. Is that something that you've heard? Because I, I think that's a fit that could make sense. Okay. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, the, 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 the primary broadcaster is Sky. Yep. Ben Shalom has that relationship. I'm not entirely sure that Eddie and Frank are welcoming Ben into the fold in terms of where that might land. I don't know if I would if I was in their shoes. They want to control the direction of travel, would you? Sure. Ultimately, you've got Frank Warren that's orchestrated this situation. George Warren that's run the groove yeah. and pr- produced the outcomes with the, the various people in, in Saudi Arabia to get them to a point there where the ridiculed Ngannou, uh, uh Tyson Fury fight was the gateway that Frank talked about. And off the back of that, we've got the fighters on the same card, not in the order that we want them in, but on the same card. Now the promoter's on the same table. Still a crazy time in boxing. Though, yeah, it is. Changing really, at the times. Who yeah. did we ever think, though? Do you know when we saw Frank on the, the Zone broadcast and Eddie on the, the TNT broadcast? Like, oh my gosh, I never thought I'd see this in my Sam, lifetime. Sam, like, when you've got different broadcasters like you, the Zone, the um, TNT, and yeah. you've got Sky and everything else, it's the politics of the sport. Of course. They don't get these fights over line because you're talking about pay per view cuts and where the fight is. Oh, they've took the politics away. They basically said listen you have your fights he has your fights this is where it's happening Absolutely. And, and basically this is that piece that's that piece we want them to I think it's great changing, for boxing it's a changing in the well, time I, I think it was, I think it's interesting and I think it'll be you know the fact that we've now got someone in Saudi that's sort of superseding the sanctioning belts and calling for fights <laughs> is a bit disconcerting um, and, and, and I'm not sure what people like Suleiman will not, make of that it's not the worst idea though is it if AJ beats Ngannou and then and then we get the winner of if, say, I'd love Tyson Fury to win that fight, by the way. And then we get them two fights. I don't care where they fight. I, don't, I, yeah. don't, I think that is a win, not an if. I think that that, ha- that happens. Isn't yeah. that a great time, though, to be yeah, alive? It'll we, be in... I don't think we would have got the undisputed. No chance. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, if the economy... I mean, it's uh, very hard the to only explain thing I would to people say, the only thing about I would the money, though, with, with boxing. Sorry, Sam. It's very expl- hard to explain to somebody, like, say if someone asked me, like, I don't remember, dad, for example, oh, AJ against Fury should happen in Wembley. But then you're saying to that two people who are used to make and now used to make it. I personally don't think whether it's a bad thing. I don't think we'll ever see Tyson and AJ in a British ring ever again. I don't. With the age they're but that's at only, now. But that's only because, with due respect, that we've reached a point where there's an expectation mm. 
of what should be paid and what shouldn't be paid. Mm -hmm. And the, when the original Joshua Fury fight was being announced, and it was 150 million, when did it become everyone's responsibility? I know that these fighters put their lives on the line. I know that they're prize fighters. I know it's about the economics. Mm -hmm. But the reasons why it can't happen is because someone got into the idea that everyone had to be paid 50, 60 million pound per fight. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, that may well be reflective of what happened with Mike Tyson when he signed his deals back in the day with HBO or whoever he's with Showtime. Um, and, and, and that was a kind of scale that he was at in a mm. global marketplace or in a US marketplace that has far bigger currency. I just think the balance got to be, you know, between it being all about money at the same time as it being all about the value of the sports. And I'm always slightly reluctant and I don't really care if it makes me unpopular with the Saudis about their agenda, what they're utilizing it for and what happens to the sport when they decide they don't need it anymore. And that's always but a thought process. That that, do you think that that's something that, because I think that the investment there, I, I think they're in for the long term. It's a change that, to them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, think they're sitting on lakes and lakes and lakes and lakes and lakes and lakes of oil. Their agenda with the Saudis is like anything else. It's a landscape. It's sport. It's part of their part of their culture. But it's also about creating other opportunities for themselves mm -hmm. in commercial worlds, opening doors that they wouldn't necessarily get access to, a level of image laundering. They don't like it, and I get vilified for saying it. And at, at that point, does it continue to be about the sport or does it continue to be about their agenda? Well, listen, I think that when we we'll look see. at those, Simon, I think that... We just have to enjoy it anyway. The sports fans are the winners, whatever yeah, it is. And I think that's we, fair. And I do think sometimes you forget, oh... Well, oh, I should be. A you would never be. Hold on a minute, guys. <laughs> Look what's happening. Sam, Sam, Sam we've been happening. having these conversations, and I think that we that's do happening. get. I think we get AJ. I think we do get AJ and Fury in the same ring at some point. Oh. We're getting now Fury Usyk and everything else, and then you just look at it and you go. In this era, with what was on the table, we would never have seen these fights. So we have to enjoy so it. We, so even if, so if you're right, Simon, that's the yeah. case. No, I think you're right. Let's enjoy it while this is I happening. Think, but I think I agree with Spence. I don't think, even though it's that what you say, Sam, chump change to no. them. I, I think, think you're they're right. in it for the long run. I, and yeah, I think well, Turkey Alal Sheikh as, uh, is yeah. being a boxing fan helps massively. If it is indeed we're getting the best fights being made and the sport's advancing, then the Saudis have every right to be at the table. They have every right to be in the same way that sure. Vegas had an opportunity. Yeah. It's their right. It's and, the home of boxing. Yeah. For the big you know, fight nights. But, you know, I, I do have to push back on the notion that all these wonderful fights are being made because of the promoters' endeavours because it's quite easy to make mm. fights when you've got someone behind oh, you going, and you want how much? Yeah. And how much would you like? And how much would you like? I think there is a bit I mean, more method to it because Taylor Catchell, by the way, what? Simon it's Taylor Catchell was, was, was potentially heading over there. Genuinely, at right. one point. Yeah. But so you didn't do your job by the fighters at all, did you? Nah, but the, the, you the let them down. Sam. The, the money you was could've... similar. The money was very similar. Oh Sam. really? The money was very similar. Oh really? Don't okay. start me on that. Right. But I tell you what, I tell you what though, with that, that now, I do think some fights we have to keep the warden. So do I. Yeah, but I think, Sam, I think we get those. I think what what it is is I think people struggle with change, and, and we have got to accept that it is a changing. The, the only time. thing I worry about is that what if if it, if, it, if, it, if it raises the expectation of fighters, and all of a sudden fights don't get made because unless they're, they're fighting Saudi money, I'm, I'm not only going to fight in Saudi because I'd only get the money in Saudi, and all of a sudden you've got a landscape that's been. You have to change with the times, though, Simon. You have to change yeah. with the well, times. It if may, Saudi well, would say potentially if Saudi remove, which I don't think they will, and I think they're great for boxing, but if they did decide to move, then okay, don't fight. But them. we. We all know, see in the corner but, we all know yeah, yeah, but, right. but that's the world that we've lived in. We all know that fights haven't happened because the economics haven't been there and now the economics are there. And when the economics don't suit, when it doesn't suit them, we don't particularly want that fight. All of a sudden the fighters have got it in their heads that they should be having this, that and the other. Yeah. And then they can't get it because the Saudis yeah, don't fancy that fight. On the flip side, they might be saying, listen, I've got to go through this fight because I want to get that Saudi money. I want yeah. to take over there. So there is a... The bottom line is, is Frank's worked the oracle. 
Yeah. Eddie's jumped on the bandwagon. And I'm sure Ben will jump on it as well because ultimately Sky are the blue are the blue chip most, a blue chip yeah and, yeah. and everyone gets to make their fights uh, and if we take some if we get rid of some of the nonsense fight, listen, I don't yeah. care listen don't mate care. And you never know Talksport might be back there as there well. you go lucky us <laughs> there I'm we go for you. <laughs> what about um, AJ Ngannou whereabouts where are you on this fight uh, I when Tyson and bear in mind I don't want to be that guy that says oh Tyson but I've known Tyson a very long time I wanted Tyson to fight Usyk. AJ, I, I wasn't a big fan of the, the whole Nganu situation because I thought, if say if he'd boxed Usyk and then he just thought, you know what, I'll nip to Saudi, earn a few quid, box yeah. Nganu as a showcase kind of fight, no problem. But I thought right at that time, I thought everyone wanted the undisputed fight and, um, and I thought it was the wrong thing. But ultimately, when it happened, look, look, we was all Absolutely. shocked to death. And now, because of that situation, the fight against AJ is like, I still think AJ's massive favourite in the fight, and yeah. I think he stops so him. I do. I think he <laughs> stops him. It, it's made it an but interesting. It, but it's fight. made it's made the, the they, a random sportsman think he put you know Tyson Fury. He could have won. He's going to beat the, AJ. It makes the, it intriguing. The chaos <coughs> of that fight yeah. with, with with Tyson Fury so created the opportunity. Absolutely, Joshua. So I, look, I think it's a win-win. Yeah, oh, he's, me he's too. Great. Me too. He's making a bucket load of money. Yeah, and and. Uh, His Excellency Turkey Al Sheikh said, "If you win this fight, here you go. You'll find the winner here. Oh, it's amazing! What a time to be a boxing fan!" Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm not a fan of the fight, and I think it's slightly embarrassing for the sport that the two elite <laughs> heavyweight champions. You know what people champions? say about the? Oh, he's a novice. He's a one fight novice. That I just go look. Don't. I've seen I him spar. You know, like, he's a big, term. strong lump. But he's, he's been a... boxing a long time. Right? Yes, he's had that one fight, but the guy knows how to fight. He's got a chin like a bat. But, no, but, but nobody disputes that. Nobody disputes that he knows how to fight. But let's have it right. Yeah, but you can't get Every one of you lot sat there no, going, he should be living with Tyson. He had, listen, he had the, the WBC champ on the seat of his pants. Oh, yeah? for sure. The guy can fight. You've got to show him respect oh. for that. And that's why it oh. makes it. But what it is, I mean, ultimately, His Excellency has created a new gig. A new opportunity, and you, just, and you just won yourself a new game. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, I listen. I think that Anthony. I mean, I, I think it's a poor uh, advertisement for boxing. I think that the the lineal heavyweight champion in the world and the former two-time heavyweight champion in the world fighting, not just a watch it be a barnstormer now. For, well, it will fighting not only a fighter from a different discipline, someone that hasn't fought for eighteen mm. months, and someone that's had a knee rebuild, right? And all of those get dropped in the equation because what we're watching is a show that's surrounding with lots and lots of money but listen fair play to them yeah. it is it is what it is last one for you sam before we go we've kicked around relentlessly the likely outcome for the undisputed yeah you just said a moment ago that you'd like to see fury win that's probably because you'd like to see him fight all the fighters that that ultimately yeah. you think that he would want to fight and should fight given the, the fact that he is yeah. possibly the best fight heavyweight of his generation how do you see the undisputed with the time I've spent around Tyson Fury, I can say, for me, on form, firing on all cylinders, he's the best heavyweight in the world. I that's have, my I opinion. That. That's my that. opinion. I've seen him spar pretty much everyone. Or, videos of him sparring everyone. Believe me, when that big guy is on it, and when his his brain is on something, I don't think I I don't think anyone. I think all the other heavyweights are here, and Tyson's just there. 
on his on his own on his I think he had the worst night of his life against Ngano. I think he was I don't know what he was doing. I'm not saying he didn't train, but I think he must have just looked at him and thought, MMA fire, I'll slap him silly. No fear factor. It, no fear factor. I'm gonna go in there and he had the worst night of his life. I genuinely believe that and I think he beats Usyk. I really do. And I think he I think he I think he smashes him as well, to be honest. Yeah. That's my opinion. Listen, no, I could be that, horribly no, that's, wrong. That's a unanimous decision here because me and Simon think the same as well. Yeah. And also, also, I'm a fanboy. I don't want to see AJ against Tyson Fury. It's massive. It's the biggest fight yeah. ever. So that's the reason. That's who, one who, reason. Who, who wins that fight, AJ Fury? Again, if if we see if Tyson Fury scrapes through the Usyk fight and he looks not not great, AJ's looking like he's rediscovered his form. AJ could. Some people. It, it's a it's a pick and fight. It's a pick and fight, but like what I just said there, I can't change my opinion. I'm a big AJ fan, big, big AJ fan. But I do think Tyson Fury is just here and all the other heavyweights are the pack yeah. are just built. Just, like, just, just, just when he when he's on it, when he's on it. That, yeah. Look at that performance against Ngarno and I and I kind of think to myself, right. That's not the Tyson Fury I've kind of grown up, grown up around. And that's and also the byproduct of him fighting Derek Chisora and Dillian White and being on a different level to those two fighters, and then going in against Ngannou and uh, underestimating the opposition. It's a combination of all of those things. And he deserves yeah. credit as well, Tyson, because he never threw anyone under the bus after the fight. He could have said, "Oh, my strength coach got this wrong. My dietitian wasn't mm. there. That my trainer didn't come." Oh, but he'd have been come. laughed at everything. No, I understand that, that, but he just kind of thought, yeah. "Joe, I take it on the chin. I was not very good." And Ngannou. Do you think? Do you props. think if Tyson wins, it'd become more pleasant than he's been recently? Um, maybe because Tyson doesn't listen. Whatever Tyson, he doesn't. Nobody likes criticism, but Tyson. To his, to his credit, you look at the performances against Wilder, the amazing performances. Because everyone at but the time, everyone thinks Wilder's useless now. But do you know when Wilder was knocking people unconscious, yeah. making them shake on the floor? Yeah. Tyson went in there after after, after coming off the back of 40 think... stone and beating him up. Won the first time. And then 40, the second, it wasn't 40 stone, was it? Stone, then he was a big lad I don't think that people yeah. think that... Wilder is now useless. I think what people now think with Wilder is... Took his soul, that, Tyson that, took that, his soul that, a bit. Them three fights took a lot out of him. Yeah. And the big question mark is, did those three fights take a lot out of Tyson Fury? Because look, you look at the performances against Dillian White and whatnot, dominant performance, yep, yeah, that's great. But the one against Ngarno, it, it raises the question... From which what I've heard about him in Sparring, he's back. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But we're entitled, as an, as an outlet, or as everyone's got an opinion where you're entitled to go... Are the wheel starting to come off? Is he slowing down? Is he deteriorating? Oh, you have to ask yeah, these questions. Absolutely, but you have to ask these that's questions. Not then you can't. We're not becoming haters then because we're saying that. Let's not go back round to that circle. We've no, no, done no, that. I tell you what, go and have it. You need to get all the Tyson Fury. <laughs> you you do, and have, and have a sit down with it. And, he'll, and believe me, he'll give you a sensible conversation. He because Tyson, I know, probably doesn't watch all these interviews. He's probably told I know. things. No, he's, told, he's, he's told. probably told about thirty seconds. Of but interview. he should do Simon better. Simon Jordan said this. Spencer I know. I've said I've, this, I've, and I've he seen gets The only thing, the only thing I would say on that subject matter is that. Tyson Fury said to me about 18 months ago, the thing I like about you is if I do something wrong, you'll tell me. Right? So I told him, and now he's sulky. What can you do with that? <laughs> there you go. But the thing is, Tyson will wake up one day. Of course he and will. And he'll say, talk sports banned. Yeah. And then the next day, I think, why is talk yeah. sports banned? Because that's yeah. how he is. Uh, yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It, it, it you is guys what will it, be it is. off the blacklist yeah, soon. I'm, don't I'm, worry. I doesn't mind me in the slightest. Matter. I couldn't care less. There's other people who could. Anyway, right. That's it for this episode from Spencer. And the somewhat... Subdued, Sam Jones. Subdued, Sam Jones. I like that one. Nice to see you, Sam. Well Thank done. You. Thank you very much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Spence, see you next yeah. time out. Look forward to it, Simon.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.